When you walk down the street, the sidewalk, the hallway, etc., your body moves in systematic ways to enable you to walk smoothly down the way. Today, we'll talk about these phases and the muscles that are doing their thing. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Hope things are going well for you, wherever you are, and whatever you're doing while you're listening to this podcast. This is Seth Jump, your professor for Anatomy on the Go. So in today's episode, we'll dive pretty deep into the mechanics of gait, of walking that is, and we'll talk about specific muscles that are involved. If you'd like a bunch of additional episodes of the podcast, an additional 40 episodes to be specific, follow the link in the show notes, answer the prompts, if you will, and those will be yours. Also, you can get a free ebook if you go to anatomyonthego.com, enter your email, your name, confirm your email, in about a minute or so, voila, it'll be there in your inbox. What is interesting about gait, about how people walk, is how people choose their gait, the way they walk. It seems to be that it's one part an intentional choice, almost like the reflection of a personality on some level, and another part anatomy, biomechanics, efficiency of movement. I find that truly fascinating, and one aspect of people watching this is super interesting. Now, if we get to the specifics of the gait cycle, there are two overall phases of the gait cycle, and those are stance phase and swing phase. Stance phase, these are all the different steps you need to take before you actually swing your limb to the next part of the ground floor in front of you. And swing phase is when you're actually moving your limb like a pendulum. Now let's further analyze both of these phases, but let's start here with stance phase. Here we have heel strike, foot flat, and heel off. Now let's get into the nitty gritty of these different terms. Heel strike is when the heel touches the ground, and then after that, the forefoot touches next. And then of course, when the entire foot is in contact with the ground, that is foot flat. Now, what will happen subsequently is heel off will occur. And then lastly, toe off. Mid stance is considered to be when the entire foot is in contact with the ground. So the period between foot flat and heel off. The last part of the stance phase is called push off. It's composed of heel off to toe off. Now, the swing phase of the leg, as you might imagine, is between toe off and heel strike. In this part, there's actually a limb deceleration, which you can feel as you walk. You don't swing your leg up at the same speed at which you allow it to hit the ground again. If you did, you'd probably fall over. Now think of an airplane. It accelerates to get off the ground, and it decelerates to hit the ground again. So mid-swing of the swing phase is when deceleration occurs. Now, what we'll do next is actually talk in further detail about the muscles involved in these different parts of the gait cycle. And then in so doing, I think you'll be able to uh, better associate these different terms as you know the muscles involved. Physical and mental fatigue is often the biggest barrier to success in any activity involving strength, endurance, and mental focus. I've been on the lookout for something that could help boost athletic performance during my training and workouts. 
which is why I'm so happy that I found the AminoCo. They offer 100% science-backed essential amino acid formula called Perform. Perform was created by former Harvard professor and world-renowned clinical researcher Dr. Wolf, who has completed 62 marathons in under 2 hours and 30 minutes and is still fueling his body with Perform at age 75. Perform is keto-friendly, soy-free, vegan, gluten-free, without any nasty GMOs. Perform is formulated to minimize muscle breakdown during exercise and maximize muscle growth after exercise. I use Perform to give me a boost for my different workouts, including running on the treadmill, interval training, weight training, and martial arts training. I train jiu-jitsu and karate. Personally, I have noticed a boost in my ability to sustain my performance during exercise. I tend to notice less of a dip or a tapering off of muscular performance. I've also experienced improvements in mental clarity and focus. Also, as a huge bonus, it tastes delicious. If you're looking for a nutritional advantage when it comes to boosting your peak athletic performance, I recommend you give Perform a try. It's scientifically three times more effective on a gram-for-gram basis than any other protein source. You can check out their science by visiting aminoco.com anatomy. And while you're there, when you use the discount code anatomy, you get 30% off at checkout. One more time, visit aminoco.com anatomy and use the discount code anatomy for 30% off. So here we go. Let's go ahead and dive a little bit deeper. So from heel strike to foot flat, when the heel first strikes the to the ground to when the foot is completely flat on the ground, let's talk a little bit further about the mechanics there and the muscles involved. As the limb is traveling to hit the ground, we could we could talk about there being hip flexion, knee flexion, and some plantar flexion as well. Those are taking place within the body, within the the lower limb. But then as your heel strikes the ground, there needs to be hip extension, which is gluteus maximus, the hamstring muscles, knee flexion, hamstrings, and dorsiflexion, tibialis anterior, extensor digitorum longus, and extensor hallucis longus, to prevent the foot from slapping on the ground, to prevent a foot drop. So these are essentially compensatory actions as you move your body from heel strike to foot flat. From foot flat to mid stance, we need to maintain a nice flexion of the knee. We need to support the body weight, and the quadriceps supports the weight of the body. Now, we involve the hip abductors at this point, the gluteus medius and gluteus minimus. Now, for a few different reasons, we'll talk about this. So our left limb doesn't slap against our right limb and vice versa on the other side and prepares us for a good alignment as well. But you can also visualize this as our center of mass does not oscillate perfectly and so we actually auto-correct, so to speak, both laterally and medially by calling on abductors and then later adductors. Now we also need to have a good level of pelvic tilt to compensate for the movement of the opposite limb. So these are auto-corrections that our body is doing, uh, are doing to compensate for oscillations in center of mass and also pelvic tilt occurring because our opposite limb is doing something else at the same time. Now toward the end of this phase, we start to activate plantar flexion. Now from mid-stance to heel off, the iliopsoas as the primary flexor of the hip does its thing as do both gastrocnemius and soleus plantar flexors. We have heel off to toe off now. You can think of this as a push off. 
push-off is continued contraction of the iliopsoas, primary flexor of the hip, as well as the plantar flexors, gastrocnemius and soleus. We don't need to use the hip abductors anymore as the limb is safely moving toward its next location in the proper alignment. And we call upon the hip adductors. From toe-off to mid-swing, this is the acceleration of the limb phase. So more intentional hip flexion, and we need those dorsiflexors to make sure our foot doesn't drag on the ground. So tibialis anterior, extensor hallucis longus, and extensor digitorum longus. Medial rotation and and adduction occurs here, almost like an autocorrection for changes in the center of mass and to align our limb for touchdown. So similar to the autocorrections we did before with abduction, lateral rotation. Now, mid-swing to heel strike, the hamstrings are going to contract to enable deceleration of the limb, and the extension occurs as the limb is almost like a pendulum. So it's not so much that they're contracting, but the knee just naturally extends because it's acting like a pendulum right now. It's swinging. Now we go through the entire process again, left to right, right to left. And at the same time, one limb is doing its thing. The other limb is doing something else. So this is why we need to involve these autocorrection, quote unquote, steps involving uh, abduction. Adduction is also medial rotation and lateral rotation, uh, changing the pelvic tilt, for example, because the center of mass is changing as the opposite limb is doing something else, and we keep things in alignment properly. Now, gait, of course, can be disrupted. Uh, well, you've probably experienced some gait abnormalities as well. Uh, pain, of course, you can compensate for some sort of injury, whether it be a, a sprained ankle or muscular pain. Uh, and so you're, you're basically changing your gait so you don't use that painful part of the body. You're compensating somehow. So if you sprain your right ankle, you're going to favor your left limb and you're going to use the muscles in such a way to eliminate, quote-unquote, exposure to that right sprained ankle. You could have nervous system abnormalities. The deep fibular nerve could be affected somehow, and that would affect then the contraction of the tibialis anterior. There could be a lack of flexibility, joint mobility issues. Lateral rotation, for example, is compromised, or compromised knee flexion. There will be some uh, abnormal gait as a result. And then, of course, muscle weaknesses. The body will compensate by favoring where there are muscular strengths and kind of move away from those muscular deficiencies. Well, thanks for joining me today as we talked about the different phases of the gait cycle. Any follow-up content you'd like after this particular episode, anything else you want to know about, dive deeper into, feel free to send me an email and we'll go into it a little further. Trying to keep these episodes short and sweet, 10 minutes-ish, so you can get a little bit more of an anatomy nugget en route to uh, in the car driving to your, your next job or getting on the treadmill, doing some workout on a treadmill, whatever. So, But we can always do a part two or a deeper dive. So until the next episode drops, all the very best. Good luck with your studying. I'll see you later.